1: We're going to look at uh, the beautiful scripture of David and Goliath. It has something to teach us. It's First Samuel 17. We start with the 31st verse. When the words that David spoke were heard, they repeated them before the king, Saul. Let no one's heart. Let no one's heart fall because of him your servant will go and fight with this philistine that's david speaking saul said to david you are not able to go against this philistine to fight with him for you are just a boy and he has been a warrior from his youth but david said to saul your servant used to keep sheep for his father and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock I went after it and struck it down, rescuing the lamb from its mouth, and it turned against me. I would catch it by the jaw and strike it down and kill it. Your servant has killed both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine, Goliath, will be one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God." You see david knows it's not by power it's not by strength but by the power of god by the power of god you have defied the armies of god david knows that he is under the power of god as he approaches this philistine david said the lord who saved me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear who saved me from the hand of Goliath the Philistine. So Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. But Saul thinking, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're just a kid. You know, this kid had God. And God and the kid make a majority. Do you know that that's what Teresa of said? Me and the lord make a majority do you know that you and jesus make a majority do you know that today you don't feel it but do you know it do you know that you and the lord make a majority this is real because we come against our enemies not in our own power but by the power of the cross by the power of the Spirit. Saul clothed David with his armor. He put a bronze helmet on his head and clothed him with a coat made of mail. David strapped Saul's sword over the armor and tried in vain to walk for he was not used to the armor. Then David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these for I'm not used to them. So David removed them, then took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the wadi. What do we choose? Five wounds of Christ coming against our enemy in his hands, in his feet, and in his side. We come against the enemy through the hands and feet and side, the wounded hands and feet and side of the Lord Jesus Christ yes by his stripes we have been healed by his stripes we have been healed do you know that today and put them in this he put the stones in the shepherd's bag in the pouch his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the philistine that's goliath the philistine came on and drew near to david and his shield bearer in front of him And when the Philistine looked and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and handsome in appearance. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come after me with the sticks? He's trying to humiliate David. But David is stuck in the power of God. The enemy will try to humiliate us. Who do you think you are asking for healing? I'm a son of God bought by the price of Jesus' blood. That's who I am. Who do you think you are asking the Lord to help you with your bills? I'm a son of God. In Jesus, I'm a son of God, and he will help me. And the Philistines cursed David by his God, The Philistines, the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give you flesh to the birds of the air and the wild animals of the field. But David said to the Philistine, You come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord God, of hosts, the God of armies, of Israel, whom you have defied. You see, David comes in the presence of God, he's going to kill this Goliath, because he comes in the name of God. And Goliath tries to humiliate him, am I a dog that you come after me with sticks? But David says, I know who I, I trust in, I know who I trust in. What about you? What about me? Do you know who you trust in? Trust in the king. I think it's important even
2: to see that David didn't rely on human wisdom. Human wisdom would be to put on the armor and the sword, but he was in the presence of God, and he trusted in God's wisdom. That he just went out there in total trust and abandonment to God's province. Total faith was what he knew. With this little slingshot. And you know, when we trust in God and we love God, there's no fear within us. Boldness is a fruit of the Spirit. God wants you to be bold in Him. He wants us to be unafraid. And because when you are unafraid, the enemy cannot touch you. When we're, when we're fearful, sometimes you just may open a door for the enemy. But as we trust in the Lord, as you trust in the Lord and just operate in God's wisdom, operate in God's wisdom, not what the world teaches you, or tells you what to do, because you have the spirit of God deposited within you. And as they try to dress David in this heavy armor, which is in the wisdom of the world, he knew, no, no, I can't move. All I need is the Lord. All I need is the presence of God within me. And he moves in faith. And we're going to see what happens.
1: But David said to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. And I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the dead bodies of the Philistines army this very day to the birds of the air and the wild animals of the earth so that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. That they would know, not think, not wonder, but know there was a God in Israel remember Elijah doing the same thing with the sacrifices, and they burned the sacrifices in the water, and uh, that all the people would know there was a God in Israel, and that Elijah was his prophet. I tell you, it's all about being steeped in the presence of God, whether we feel it or not. We come to the Lord as we are, knowing that. That when we enter a room, I'm going to tell you a secret. You who are afraid of the devil, the devil's afraid of you.
2: That's right.
1: This is real. He says, Oh, here he comes again. But I don't feel that. I remember praying deliverance with a lady, and all the people ran away (laughs) because they're afraid of the devil. But the devil is afraid of us if we have surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that all this assembly may know that the Lord does not save by sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. The battle is the Lord's. It's not my battle. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. The battle is the Lord's. It is not your battle. David knew that what he was doing was in the will of God, that the battle was the Lord's. Are you trying to defeat your enemies with your own power? You lose. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. I got a call from Connecticut yesterday. A woman in severe pain going for a heart test. So we prayed that the heart test would be perfect. She recalled me and told me the heart The heart uh, was perfect. The MRI showed that the heart was perfect. She was getting pains in her heart, but the Lord answered prayer. We come against the enemies, not with spear, not with other things. But in the name of the Lord, we prayed for her heart. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons have got to flee. Do you know that? Do you know that? Let's continue. When the Philistines drew nearer to meet David, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag and took a stone, slung it, and struck the Philistine on his forehead. And the stone sank into the forehead and he fell face down on the ground. Why? Because the battle is the Lord's. The Philistine was trying to Humiliate David. Do you think I'm a dog that you come against me with a slingshot? But David knew who he was. And I guess that's the whole thing. Do you know who you are in Christ Jesus? That's the whole thing. It's not your weakness only, but do you know who you are in Christ Jesus?
2: You're a victor. And, you know, even in this story, look, if Jesus calls you to do something, he equips you and gives you everything you need. All David needed was a little pebble, and he already had his slingshot. You know, he equips you to do what you need if he calls you to do it. In fact, David had been practicing his whole life, just shooting his slingshot, playing around, and he didn't know it was for this moment. But there's things in your life which you have been doing your whole life. Maybe listening to other people talk. Maybe compassioning and helping other people. Whatever it may be. But nothing's at random. But what God wants you to do next and for the amazing works that God has for you. That he's planned for you before the beginning of time. He's already prepared you your whole life to succeed within them. He's already has every resource you'll ever need to get these things done. But it all comes through faith and trust. That's a real currency. The physical things of this world is easy. God can give us whatever we need, money, provision, whatever, all of that is nothing to God. But what can we give to God our faith, our trust, our will. Our will, not my will, Jesus, but your will be done. You know, it was very easy for David because he was already surrendered to the will of God, and he was already immersed in God's presence. He had overcome his human nature. So God's will was embedded within him. It wasn't even a second thought. God's will was that he go and defend God's honor he go and defeat this Philistine to show everyone the glory of God now while everyone he uh, was afraid in the presence of God there is no fear there is no anxiety there is no double-mindedness there's only boldness trust moving forward you know David didn't even have to think about it because the mind is a battlefield sometimes but when we're operating in the mind of Christ, When you are operating out of the presence of God, you don't even need to think you can just move. You can just move. You can just move. And that's what God is calling you to do. God is calling you to just move in faith and love. You know, even in the garden before Adam, when he was living in union with God before he ate the apple, there was no thinking. You was just moving in the will of God. You were just moving in the will of God. And that's a reality that God is just bringing back upon this earth. That he wants you to be able to move in his peace and his love and his grace and his joy and his, and his mercy. As David does in this story. You know? Because in ourselves we can do nothing. But through him, through Jesus, you can do all things. Greater is within you than anything in the world. You have deep, deep wells of Jesus and his power and his glory residing within you. And as you draw deeper in faith in God and begin to release the kingdom of God through faith and trust in this world. You won't even believe what Jesus does through you. Because the secret is. It's not us doing anything it's not you doing anything it's Jesus doing everything through you all you got to do is get out of the way trust him and let him do it
1: chapter 17 verse 50 so David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone striking down the Philistine and killing him there was no sword in david's hand then david ran and stood over the philistine he grasped his sword drew it out of its sheath and killed him then he cut off his head with the sword when the philistines saw when the philistines saw that their champion was dead they fled the troops of israel and Judah rose up with a shout oh. and pursued the Philistines as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron so that the wounded Philistines fell on the way from Sha as far as Gath and Ekron. The Israelites came back from chasing the Philistines and they plundered their camp. David took the head of the Philistine And brought it to Jerusalem but he put his armor in his tent when Saul saw David go out against the Philistine he said to Abner the commander of the army Abner whose son is young man Abner said as your soul lives O king I do not know the king said inquire whose son the stripling is On David's return from killing the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul. Saul is the king. This is not Paul. This is the Old Testament. His name is Saul. He's the king. And the head of the Philistine in his hand. Saul said to him, whose son are you, young man? And David answered, I am the son of your servant, Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Jesse from Bethel. Let's listen to what happens. This is very interesting. Chapter 18, verse 6. As they were coming home, when David returned from killing the Philistine, the women came out of all the towns of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul, with tambourines, songs of joy, musical instruments, and the women sang to one another as they made merry. Listen to their song. Saul, the king, has killed his thousands. David, his ten thousands. Saul was very angry for this saying. It displeased him. He said, they have ascribed to David ten thousands. To me, they've ascribed thousands. What more can we have but the kingdom? So Saul, I, David... From that day on tries to kill him. Oh yes. Several times he tries to kill David, but David doesn't get it, doesn't get killed. He will be anointed as the king of Israel. We'll save that till next time. I want to invite you to the school of the Holy Spirit. On the internet you can go Days of Glory org. Days of org. For questions about the days of the uh, School of the Holy Spirit, Days of org. We invite you July seventeenth to the twenty third, two thousand twenty two, where at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Wuben Oh, yes, daysofglory.org. There'll be a experience there of creating an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to come and move, come and learn how to prophesy, heal the sick, and set the captives free. We have some young people coming uh, on Wednesday night. They do not come for the worship. They come for the experience. They need to be taught that the worship is very important. That's where the experience comes from, comes from the worship. You know, that's just reality. Experiences come and go. But we are called to worship the Lord. We are called to sing praises to the Lord. We are called to magnify the Lord, like Mary my soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. So come to the school of the Holy Spirit, July seventeenth to the twenty third, and I will be there. I will preach at the masses. Maria Vadia will be there. And William Wood. Do you remember William Wood from last year? After he got saved, he started to use the Bible and preached to his cat. Until the cat responded, he didn't go out to the people. One day as he preached to the cat, the cat responded. He said, now is the time to preach to the people. You might say, that's stupid. That's not stupid. That was his witness. That's real for him. I wouldn't have done it that way. But that was real for him. God knows how to give us what we need. You know, Jesus was a carpenter, and he knew how to fit doors in, and he knew how to fit cabinets in, but in each house it would be different because the house was made differently. So he would do what he knew how to do. And it's the same thing with a witness. God knows who we are. It was the wildflowers with me by the power of God, that I received the baptism of the Spirit. But God knew that I was in a course where we had to pick 25 wildflowers up and name them according to their uh, Latin names, and uh, I had hay fever. So I did it, and it was those wildflowers that were on the fire of God that caused me Uh, to give my whole life to Jesus the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary and she conceived of the Holy Spirit hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with you blessed are you among women blessed is the fruit of your womb Jesus Holy Mary mother of God pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, Mary said. Be it done unto me according to your word. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and he dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Daysofglory.org. God bless you.